Hello, my name is Geraint John and welcome to episode 12 of the Voice for Voice podcast recorded exclusively for your ears in Brixton, London. So how's it going? You okay? We're in Brixton and it's, I don't know, September. It, the, it, there's optimism in the air. The Autumn. skies are blue. Uh, Will has got a new haircut. He looks very, very uh, dashing, mm. very handsome. And <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so welcome to episode 12 of the Voice of Voice podcast, uh, which is exclusively about voice content for your ears. There's loads going on in the voice world at the moment. So today we're going to be talking about how Virgin's train skill has been going and what they have in store for the future. So it's going very well, basically. So Virgin are one of the first to market um, in terms of, you know, voice activated ticket bookings, etc. Obviously, everyone else is going to follow, so we're mm. going to chat about that. We're going to chat about Argos is a brand new integration with Google, which will make all of their products available to buy via voice, which is a bit of a weird one, really. Our office, actually, in Brixton is above Argos. Mm. So my theory is that... Coincidence? Well, right below us now is an Argos. So I reckon the security guard of Argos... Mm has heard the podcast and has tipped someone off in the marketing department and said, I've got an idea. So I reckon he's had loads of commission. Mm, it would have been nice to have some sort of credit for that. It would have been, but we all know the truth, Argos. We all know the truth. And we're also going to be testing our brand new skill of the week, which is called the Hurricane Center. Mm, which very relevant. Very relevant to what's going on in the States at the moment. So that's a bit grim, but quite cool that these skills exist, actually. And we're going to have a weekly head-to-head as well between Google Home and Alexa. So shall we get on with this? I think so. So Virgin Trains, I think this is really, really interesting because it, uh, it launched five months ago now, at which point we were very excited. Yeah, and a train just went past, as he said that as yeah, well. I'm looking eerie. at a train. It's not a eerie. Virgin train, but no, it's a train. It could be. Yeah, it could be. So they were obviously really ahead of the curve on this and, as you say, one of the first to market. So it's really interesting to see how it's been going. So on this skill, users are able to ask Alexa questions to do with trains and even book tickets. So how has it been going for them? Well, so from their initial uh, report, it seems that it's been going very well indeed. So, yeah, we were really excited to hear about this skill five months ago, I guess, because it's so obvious, isn't it? You know, I keep on saying apps work for booking Mm. tickets i use the train line app to book all my tickets i would never ever used to be that you'd ring up um then you kind of go online then you uh, use the app i can't be asked with the app anymore i just want to use alexa i want to say it. i don't want to type it well i don't think as the voice for voice i should have to type i should you know only be be talking well yeah they say uh john sullivan who's the chief information officer there said it the average time to book a ticket online is seven minutes 
So seven the average, minutes. The average time to book a train on the Alexa skill is two minutes. So that's less than a third of the time. But they haven't said how many people are buying tickets on it, but they they say that thousands of people are using it to ask questions, mm. which is um, So what kind cool. of questions? What time does uh, the next train from Reading leave? Mm. Or are there any delays on the train to Manchester, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But they say more and more are you uh, people are using it to buy tickets as well, as you would expect. So it's, you know, hooked up to the Virgin mm. Trains uh, back end it's not complicated this is the equivalent yeah. of you know it's the, it, the exact same as a as an app would mm. work but it's it's just voice voice activated so yeah. there's someone i keep on saying this someone somewhere in the virgin marketing department who's got their shit together mm. and it probably you know probably might be mr branson himself well yeah so his perception obviously is super successful slightly deranged entrepreneur type so i guess it makes are you sense. Call, are you calling Richard Branson deranged? Uh, a little bit deranged. So, what, so what, what, why are you saying well, he's deranged? When he, when he kind of tweets about the environment, yet he owns an airline, it's kind of, <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre. Uh, I, I think, so. so I think this futuristic technology is something that obviously would appeal to him. But what do you think convinced them that a voice strategy was a good idea so early on? I think they like to be leaders, don't they? And they like to be first to market. So they would have, they're, they're quite involved in tech virgin, actually. So they're, they're, they would know about, they would have been into voice very, very early on. So, you know, there's just so many people using Alexa these days that it's a, it's a no brainer, really. I don't understand why more people don't, don't build these skills, you mm. know, brands, not just kind of, you know, nonsense skills but skills that are going to help people save time and money because don't forget that's what voice is here for it's to save us time and money well yeah. you know the, the sheer number of potential customers also probably made it worth the risk yeah so i, I saw a stat the other day 2.8 million devices were sold in the uk alone in 2017 that's mega isn't it you know i mean that's almost the population of wales yeah that's, imagine well, that that's everyone in wales with an Amazon Echo. It's funny you should say that because I'm working on something in Wales. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I can't care to spell it. any details? No, 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 no. But I just think it's really important that Alexa is, you know, around in different languages, not English, not just English. You know, you can, it's in, I just think it's really mm. important that Alexa is not just English. I think I can discern what what you mean then by yeah. those two statements. And the Ale actually Alexa is called Geraint as well, the Welsh Alexa, true story. <laughs> Have I told you this before? No. It's true. It's it is. It's called Geraint. No, it's not. It is. It is. The Amazon have named the Welsh Alexa no Geraint. Way. If you log... No is, way. That's just a fact. That's just a fact. That's going to become a nightmare for you when your name is... I, I was thinking, if you're actually called Alexa... No, I'm, my name is Geraint. dangerous times. I know, but if you're... If you've got the same name as the most popular voice device in the world, yeah. suddenly you're, you're, you're a computer. Yeah. I mean, no one's going to actually call their kids Alexa now. No, you're not going to, are you? Or Geraint. No. Anyway, what's next then? <laughs> so I think Virgin must already be getting some real value from this skill because it's not just the number of bookings they get, but the data they get back because they get to understand what their customers are asking. So yeah, they get exactly. this incredible insight, don't they? Yeah, so I think the most useful data point they get back is what their customers are asking, like you say. So it's really useful to know what the customers want because they can learn to anticipate their customer needs and mm. it basically allows them to improve the skills. So it's only, it's only the start, really, yeah. this. Yeah, and I think it, this is where it gets really interesting because 
at the moment you have to open the virgin train skill and you can ask it to book your train but if you go down the line a little bit people are just going to want to ask their alexa devices to book them a train without opening a skill so you might say alexa can you book me a train down to london uh, on friday night and alexa then has the power to choose which provider they then give the business to yeah yeah and i think that's where it's heading it's not just trains but it's all of us all other services so what you know you can book a flight a restaurant a car rental it's all those things when you go to the annoying kind of you know you you book a flight and you it's the car rental the hotel there's obviously just it's mm. me- mega it's everything isn't it yeah you know? so it'll be interesting to see if if down the line they introduce some kind of pay-to-play model where virgin or southern rail will actually pay alexa money in order to appear as the first suggestion yeah the obvious thing is an aggregator isn't it so Mm. a skill that kind of aggregates all the best value trains first class you know uh, standard class Mm. at this time that time and the same for flights hotels that's the obvious thing isn't it so that's where people make some real money and then there's kickbacks then for everyone i think short term though alexa will favor the skills with the best content instead of trying to monetize it instantly so yes kind of like google slowly introduced paid search results they're just going to focus on bringing back the best quality content first before they start to accept money well this is it this is what um, amazon they're you know they're just focusing on quality skills quality content because if there aren't any quality skills or quality content mm. the whole thing is going to fall down indeed exactly indeed so, so, so i think perhaps the biggest voice news of the century argos have integrated with Google, or as you say, Google have integrated with Argos. They're both pretty big. I know who's bigger, but... Yeah, it's quite a weird brand to... I was quite shocked when I read mm. this. That for, you... for our American listeners, what is Argos? It's kind of a mediocre kind of, but very well-established store, which is a pain in the ass, because when you go wow. to the store, you can't... You have to, like, choose the number via the catalogue, you have to get a number and wait, and then some depressed sixteen-year-old goes, <laughs> goes and gets the um, the item, which is normally mm. something for my kids. And then by the end of the experience, you just—I don't know—you're just full of dread, really. Yeah. Um, so this basically anything that can avoid me going into the Argos store is. Wow. You're going to have to still go in there, I think, even with the voice app. But I think so, yeah. It's kind of like an e-commerce combined with a brick and mortar. So you order it online and then you pick it up in store. So you can, it is good if you want to get something instantly. They yeah. have loads of stuff just in the store. So I wanted an air mattress pump a few weeks ago and did they you? had it. Yeah. Why did you want one of them? Just to pump up my air mattress, obviously. Do you, where do you, where, do you sleep on an air mattress? <laughs> no. I was, uh, I was going to a festival. A festival. I like to sleep in comfort. an air mattress. Yeah, I like to sleep in comfort. Uh, were you what? Why would I not want to have you a lovely sleep? sleep on the floor. What? Did you have a lovely sleep? Yeah, I did. It was very comfortable. I just would make the assumption that you didn't sleep very much at all. No, well, I know I slept like a baby. Anyway. anyway enough of this nonsense. So people will be able to ask their Google Home or Google Assistant to check if products are available, right? Yeah. And then they can reserve it. So obviously this is a huge breakthrough for voice shopping in general, right? Well, yeah, because we talked in earlier episodes how people have been, you know, slightly hesitant to use uh, voice devices to buy stuff. And that seems to be changing. So well done, Argos, really well done for being clever and showing initiative and actually embracing. I'd be really interested to know how what the kind of deal was. If mm. I, rec- I reckon Google approached Argos. I was going to say, do you think it was Google approached Argos or Argos 
approach Google? Because obviously Google has a big weakness compared to the Amazon devices in that they don't have a big online store. So this is actually solving yeah, a massive problem Google, for them. They've got Google uh, Shopping, though, haven't they? That's true. That's true. So that's the whole the whole thing is with this is that Amazon have obviously got Amazon, the Amazon mm. store, and Google have got Google Shopping. I don't so. think Google Shopping you can compare to Amazon, though, because Google Shopping just takes products from around the internet. It's not one unified store with yeah, a unified they, service. So it would be really difficult to do... But their voice revenue, commerce. obviously, is from... So anything that can increase the revenue of Google Shopping as voice mm. becomes more prominent and there the new Google screen comes out, I don't know. Like, it's an, an ongoing debate, but um, it's changing week to week as well. But I think from Google, Google are the favourites again now, aren't they? You know, it feels like they're the yeah. front runners. Well, and- I think this is a big a big advantage that Amazon did have over them, which they've now closed the gap. I mean, obviously, Argos is nowhere near good as Amazon store in terms of the variety of products they offer or um, no, the delivery times. But I think they're actually pretty good, despite your opinion about Argos. I think they're all right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, so that's pretty big news. I want to be fascinating to see who, let's make some predictions. Marks and Spencers for American listeners. That's like a really mm. established, nice, high quality brand. Everyone's going to do it. Everyone's going to yeah. do it. But it's, it's about like the budget available, the marketing, because you've got mm. your kind of digital spend and voice probably isn't on everyone's agenda. I think it favors the massive companies because if you're a massive company, you could afford to take these risks. Yeah. And you've got a big budget. And the rewards are potentially incredible. Because at the moment, Argos are now the only retailer on the Google voice platform. Yeah. Which is quite But it's about, I want to see some data. So how much stuff has been sold, how much... Yeah, so know. they said, we, we looked at it the other, on I think it was episode seven, and they were saying something like only 2% of voice device owners are using it to shop. But there was a really interesting interview with the head of innovation the global head of innovation at salmon which is a company which handles the global e-commerce head of what <laughs> the global head so, of so innovation imagine you're in a wedding so what do you do then oh, i just run a little agency in brixton i'm the global head, head of, of innovation. innovation for who salmon for salmon do you know what i do if he's so that to me <laughs> i just look him in the eye him or her and walk away <laughs> well you'd be missing out on a very interesting <laughs> conversation right, um, okay yeah so Hammond, salmon, salmon, <laughs> salmon handle the e-commerce operations of some of the biggest companies in the world. And yeah. they say everyone's talking about voice commerce now. Everyone wants it. Yeah. Everyone wants to get involved. They realize that people just want to spend money in different ways. People think it's cool that you can order something via voice. So that's their main priority now is making voice commerce strategies for their clients. Yeah. I mean, for uh, we're finding it as well we're off to new york in um, a couple of weeks um i just got off the call to a big agency in new york who you know everyone's all over everyone's mm. excited about it but it's the roi what's the roi <laughs> and i think it's again what we said about the virgin trains it's the massive audience which is so tempting for it them. works for established brands doesn't it so mm. if you're an established brand it's another voice point touch point. yeah so um, exactly and why not just have another string in your bow just come on this journey with us man yeah just, let, us, let the voice of voice take you on the on the journey. So what else are we chatting journey. about? Well, so we are going to test our new skill of the week, which is it's called a Hurricane Center. Yes, so, it is indeed. So obviously, this isn't 
hugely useful to us here in the UK because I don't think there's ever been a hurricane here. I think there has. Really? In 1987, when you were born, there was a hurricane. And that was when the newsreader called Michael Fish said, we've just had a call in and he said that a woman has said that she's heard there's going to be a hurricane and he kind of laughed it off and said there's been Mm. a hurricane. There's not going to be a hurricane. And that night there was a massive, massive effing hurricane. So they didn't pick it up on the on the kind of well, the it was, reporting it was tools. 30 years it was just a guy it, just saying there's going to be a hurricane. It was just a guy in a room, yeah. 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 But there has been a hurricane. There has been one hurricane. Were you born in 1987? Well, no, not even close. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't I think my parents then. had met then. I was, I was six. I always used to be the youngest, but no. I'm not the youngest anymore. No, you're not. I'm not. Anyway, so let's, uh, should we test this skill yeah. then? Yeah, do the honours. Okay. Alexa, enable hurricane centre. Welcome to the Hurricane Centre. There are five active storms, including Hurricane Florence and Tropical Storm Helenia in the Atlantic, and Tropical Depression Olivia in the Jeez. Pacific. Mm. Please say something like, tell me about Florence, to hear the forecast on the single storm. Or say yes to hear them all. Tell me about Florence. This forecast comes from the National Hurricane Centre mm. and is updated every three to six hours. Hurricane That's cool. Florence is an active storm currently pretty cool well it's not yeah Yeah, okay you're welcome Uh, well obviously very to our because there's loads of people from america who listen in all seriousness listen to this podcast and we're really sorry to hear about the hurricane Mm. it's really grim and we hope that you're okay but on the positive side there's an alexa skill that gives you the information that you need i think this is what it's all about for me is skills that actually help people yeah because normally the skills that we test are just you know they're a bit of fun nonsense what was the one that that we did about (laughs) donald trump Donald Trump, uh, something tr- about truth. Did you see what he said about the hurricanes today? He's basically been saying Puerto Rico have been lying about the death toll right, to get okay. aid money. It's quite... Yeah, but he's a wanker, isn't he? Mm, so, um, yeah. But, yeah, really good. So whoever, but who, who built that skill, do we know? It was Draws with a Z instead of the S at the end. So No, that's really cool. And it's simple, isn't it? Because it yeah. just hooks up to the weather centre and it's just a case of, you know... I quite like the idea of Fisherman just with his Alexa. Somehow he's powering it. Without He's, mains. Well, he could be powering it by, you know, when you rub sticks together and you get electric. So there might be a way that you could power it by, is, is I don't know, possible? water. <laughs> I think that's fire you're thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, um, so well done, Hurricane Center, for yeah. that amazing skill. And um, we hope that you're okay in the United States. Yes, so we're and now you will gonna, be if you're receiving your official certificate draws. Your first. Exactly. Your and very first. The, the skill of the week last week was the BBC. And my Twitter, yeah. you know, there was lots of interaction with the yeah. BBC devs and everyone was loving it. So 
people do listen. You know, the devs, mm. the people who build these skills actually do listen. And if you want your skill to be reviewed, just get in touch with me via Twitter. And my uh, handle is John underscore. So you can find me on there. I'm the guy with the microphone. So let's do a little head to head then, Will. Yes. So news about Roldar today. Yeah. So, it's, you know, this, whenever you're listening uh, to this podcast, it's Roldal day today. And he is a very famous uh, author who's actually... Born in Cardiff, which no, is where I was born. He? Yeah, he was. He's from Cardiff. Really? He was born. Yeah, and he went to. He was. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure how long he lived there, but he was actually born in Cardiff. So interesting. Quite a, like probably one of the most famous kids writers ever. Really, one mm. of my favourite ones. I like Enid Blyton as well. What is that famous five? That, which is what I'm reading to my kids now. <laughs> Secret Seven. So you are was, quite famous five, actually. Yeah, that, I just love Enid Blyton, which is obviously on. the opportunity for voice is kids and kids books and yeah. you know it's just it's all kids and all people kids and all people and every, every all types of people big yeah. people little people you know people from brixton people mm. from cardiff etc etc so let's do a little uh, head-to-head so let's try the one that starts with g first do you want to do the honors well yeah sure so i guess we'll just ask it some general questions uh, hey google who is roald dahl According to Wikipedia, Roald Dahl was a British novelist, short story writer, poet, screenwriter, and fighter pilot. Hmm, brilliant. Okay. Should we um, get a bit more detail? Or? Hey, Google, what is Roald Dahl's most famous book? The books by Roald Dahl include Matilda, The Witches, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and others. Hmm, not okay. quite the right answer, but. Well, okay. Alexa. Oh, yeah. Who is Roald Dahl? Roald Dahl was a British novelist, short story writer, poet, screenwriter, and fighter pilot. Did that answer your question? Have you noticed Alexa sounds in a little bit sexier? Like, I Do don't you know. Think so? Like she's had a good week, you know? Mm. I don't know. I she's the sa- voice sounding slightly less robotic. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. That kind of, I, I you I know. I wouldn't say sexy, but. I, I felt something then, Well, mm, I did. Just that's a kind between of. you and Alexa. That's no, a classic not... internal thought there. Okay, but I'm the voice of voice. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, sorry, Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, where was Roald Dahl born? Roald Dahl was born in Wales in 1916. Ah, you weren't making it out. No, 1916. So everyone knows that. There's like famous people who were born in Wales. Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale. Roald Dahl. Anyone else? Ah, that's it. (laughs) I'm the voice for voice. (laughs) So, okay, I reckon that's even Stevens Hmm. because... Both both gave all right information. Um, I don't know, but really... I I don't think we're allowed to draw, though. Yeah, I'd so like the just... conversation to... Fl- I'd like Alexa to like ask yeah. me more. What do you think about a Roald Dahl skill? That'd be amazing. There was a big event in Cardiff. There was Roald, a Roald Dahl week or something, and it was dedicated to the work of Roald Dahl. What about be... Roald Dahl stories read out by Risa fans on the Alexa? Yeah, if you don't want Risa answer me, Jesus, I think... Uh, the Welsh theme. Yeah. Anyway, so that brings to the close another episode of... Another episode. <laughs> <laughs> getting some amazing feedback though. amazing yeah. i speak to people all the time and they just love it they love yeah. they love the voice of voice podcast so that makes it what's the know, best way for them to get in contact so, the show? Um, the best way to get in touch is via my twitter i think so garant john underscore just hit me up if you've got how, s- how do they spell garant because i'm sure it's quite difficult if you don't know 
It's G-E-R-A-I-N-T. That's why I have to say G is Geraint and it rhymes with pint. So if you can't mm. say Geraint, it rhymes with pint. Yeah. Exactly. That's official. Which is exactly what I'm going to be doing after work today. And you as well, Will. Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. so episode 13. That's it, I guess. That's it, yeah. yeah so thank you very listening. much. I don't, know, I don't really want more I can say. Yeah. Thank you very much. Have a good week. Uh, have a good weekend. We love you. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And if you've got a skill that you want reviewed, hit me up and give us a review as well. Thank you very much. Goodbye.